What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cuckoo's Nest. It's your girl, Crazy Char. Um, how is everybody this Sunday? I hope everybody is having a chill, relaxing Sunday. Because um, that's what we do on Sundays. We chill and relax. Um, today, I am going to be speaking on domestic violence. Um, October is, like I said, not only is it booby month, but it is domestic Domestic Violence Survivor Month as well. I am a domestic survivor. Um, it was something I never thought I would be a part of, or it was something I've never seen myself trapped in. But it can happen to anybody. Um, that's why I always tell people, and on certain situations, you never say that can't be me or that won't be me um i grew up watching a close family member go through a domestic violence situation and i always was the one to say that couldn't be me or why can't you just leave or how you know how are you stuck in this how are you letting somebody do that to you and then i've learned um once i got in the situation myself so um where should I start? Um, okay, so my first domestic violence situation happened in high school. It was my senior year. Um, my boyfriend at the time was um, a football player. He was a school star. Um, he was an amazing person. And things just turn for the worst um i remember the very first time that he hit me it, it kind of shocked me like did this really happen um but i am a very defensive female so i didn't like it didn't make me weak it just it made me come harder so i was always the type to fight back and i always thought it was okay because it's just like i'm not just letting him beat my ass i'm fighting back um that's how i always viewed it but in reality, it was like there was he had no business putting his hands on me in the first place. Um, people think that when somebody is with somebody who abuses them, that that's what they're stuck there for is the abuse. And what people fail to realize that it is not the abuse or it's not sometimes it is the fear of what can happen if I leave, but it's not always that fear that keeps us there. Um, I know for me, the reason why I stay with my abuser as long as I stay with my abuser, because the love that we share and the, the way he loved me was a way that I never felt before. Um, I, ha I, I never grew up with my dad, you know, daddy and daughter, um, you know how dads love on their daughters. I never grew up with that. So when I found somebody that actually was obsessed with me and was in love with me the way he was in love with me that was a good feeling for me because i didn't get it anywhere else i didn't get it from my parents i didn't get it from home uh you know you don't get that from your friends right away especially in high school you know um you don't really learn the value of friendship until you get older 
So having somebody to love me that deeply, I didn't want to lose that person. So I put up with things that I knew that I should have never had. Um, and it wasn't just people think domestic violence just goes to physical abuse. It's not just physical abuse. There's mental abuse. There's verbal abuse. There's emotional abuse. There are so many different levels that come with, you know, people that are in these domestic situations. Um, the outside world is always quick to judge someone in that situation and always calling a person stupid or just leave instead of actually being there to show them you can get out. Being there to show them will help you pull you out of this. People stay in domestic violence situations as long as they do because they don't feel like anyone else loves them more than that partner they don't feel like anybody else have their back like that partner does okay regardless to the small fights or whatever that person looks like it, they look like an anchor because your family your friends like you lose a lot when you're in these type of situations and a lot of people distance themselves when they're not realizing distancing yourself is drawing that person more into that situation that is making them root more into that person because they feel like they're all they have um i've had to i've had to get stitches i've been um hospitalized for weeks due to domestic violence I've had my tooth knocked out. Um, had to have an emergency dentist put it back. Um, I've, I've I've had a lot of different levels of beatings, and even after all of that, I still felt like nobody loved me more than he did. Um. A lot of people think that I was always just in that one domestic situation, but it was just like, even when I got out of that situation, my next relationships were the same way. Like, um, and it was just like, I was drawn to these men who were so obsessed with me. They felt like they needed, you know, to, to dominate the relationship or, and I let it happen because, like I said before, that this it was a love I never felt before. It was a love I never got. So it was something I chased. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I got in my first domestic violence situation when my second son was born, um, he was just a couple months. And I left I left his dad, well, yeah, I left her dad. Um, and this is when he had pretty much, he had knocked my tooth out and I had my baby and my oldest was, I was just like, I don't want them seeing this. I don't want my boys to grow up and feel like that's how you need to control a woman or that's how you love a woman. 
So I had to get out, not only for myself, but for my kids. I didn't want to bring that negativity into my kids' lives. Um, their dad... Um, oh, sorry, their dad was killed last year. And... Um, even with what we went through even with you know the domestic situation that we went through when I stepped back from him and when I got away from him and I looked from the outside he had his own demons that you know he was fighting it wasn't just me I wasn't the only girl in the some some people, rather than judging them, rather than labeling them, some people just honestly need help. Like, he needed help. Oh, but it's so crazy that to this day, I still love him to death. Like, even through everything, I still love him to death because that was still my friend. Like, that was still my confidant. That was still somebody who knew the raw and real me. That was still somebody who I went through so much with. Like, storms that we conquered together, nobody could ever, 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 ever understand the type of bond that we had. And I, I forgave him. Like, the day he passed away was the day I finally let go of all of that hurt and I told him that I forgave him for everything and you know I told him that I'm gonna make sure our boys don't have to fight those demons by those by themselves like I teach my boys you know putting your hands on women is not the answer um and uh, when he passed away people had so much negative to say like so much negative to say and it pissed me off so bad because it's just like I was the one who actually went through the worst of the worst with this man. And when he passed away, I had no ill feeling about him. I had nothing negative to say. I had nothing bad to say. I was so more hurt that my boys have to grow up without their father. I'd rather him have been here and been able to fight his demons and get the help he needed than him not being here at all. Um, so it really like it pissed me off when like I said people were just making comments and just like yes this person had his demons but it didn't define him as a whole person in general um and if I one of the survivors of him have nothing bad to say and wishing peace on his soul and that he rests peacefully 
why the hell does anybody else feel like they have the right to say anything bad about him you know and the shit pissed me off like and people were just asking me like how do you miss him or how are you this and how are you that and this is what he did and it was just like okay yes i know what he did yes we've had our things but i still loved him i still feel like i never loved nobody how i loved him i still feel like he never loved nobody how he loved me so regardless of whatever i don't want to wish nothing bad on him i didn't want my boys to have to grow up without their dad like that wasn't you know that wasn't it um <sighs> and like i said he wasn't the only person that domestically abused me um but i just really had to i myself had to learn my worth i myself had to know that if somebody truly loves you they're not going to hurt you you know um and it, it's just some limits that that are just not okay and getting away from my first abuser we still were friends afterwards after our relationship ended you know we came to the realization that we were more better apart than we were together we had a better understanding of each other apart than it was together um for my ladies that are going through domestic violence situations there is a way out there is a up there is a light um never feel like you're trapped cuz you're not you have to take the initiative you have to stand your ground you have to get be wanting to leave you the only way you are trapped and stuck is because of yourself you have to get that strength to say i am leaving and i'm not coming back you have to get that strength to say i am worth more than this you have to get the strength to say i deserve more than this you have to str- get the strength to say i am too beautiful for black eye bruises busted lips you have to get that strength not nobody else nobody can tell you when to leave nobody can tell you how to get out it all depends on you you have to get that inner strength within yourself and you have it women have that women were made to be powerful women were made to go through things Women were made to endure pain and still live. That's why we have babies. That's why we have periods. <coughs> Excuse me. We are the species that endures the most pain, so we were built for certain shit. So all you have to do is dig deep inside. and tell yourself you got this tell yourself you are leaving and don't look back do not look back 
If you have children, think about your children. You don't want your children to grow up without a parent. You don't want your children to see the toxicness of a domestic violence situation. You don't want your daughter or your sons to think that it's something okay. You don't want your daughter to feel like it's okay for a man to put his hands on her. You don't want your boys to feel like it's okay to put their hands on a woman and vice versa because men also experience domestic violence situations. And to my ladies that actually put these men through these kind of situations, I have no respect for you, none. Because no woman should be putting her hands on any man at all. Because at the end of the day, men were made to overpower us when it comes to physical concepts, okay? No woman can actually beat a man up. And by the courtesy of that man is the only reason why you still able to put your hands on him. I teach my daughter that all the time. Don't put your hands on no man because somebody knock your ass out, then what? Domestic violence is one of the most silent topics. Nobody ever really wants to talk about domestic violence. Even when it comes to the system, domestic violence is silenced. People, women that call for domestic situations, a lot of the times those situations aren't taken seriously. A lot of those times, those situations are, mm, that's that, they just going through something. Oh, she's just, you know, being a crazy girlfriend or she's just being bitter right now. Or the system where if you don't show up to testify against your abuser, then the case gets dropped. Have you guys ever thought about the fear of the person that's being abused? Have you ever thought about what it will feel like to have to look that person in the eye and still not sure if that person is gonna be convicted, if they're gonna be let go, any of that? The system makes women scared to report these type of obligations because it's either ignored or it's dropped and i think that's crazy i feel like in domestic situations if i call and i want to press charges i don't i don't feel like i should have to be present i be i should be able to give my statement you know but a lot of the times it's hard to look your your abuser in the eye and like I said, you don't know if that person is going to be let go. You don't know if that person is actually going to... You don't know what the backlash is going to be. So that it that factors in when females think about that type of stuff. That factors in. 
sometimes when you call the first time it's not taken seriously so a female decides not to call again that second time but that second time she didn't been beat so bad she damn near dead some stuff the system just takes not serious you know drug cases have more more weight than a domestic violence case does a domestic violence case normally does not come to the seriousness of light until a victim is dead then they want to go back years and months at a time to look at the cause or to look at the different reports you know like i don't know but ladies there is a way out you are strong queen you have the will power to do what you need to do you have the power to leave you have the power to leave with nothing and start from nothing but you will become something that 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 feeling of getting over something that you felt like controlled you is amazing it's like a breath of fresh air it's like a weight is lifted off your chest you have to want out you have to want better if you don't want better you can't get out flat out it's not nobody else's responsibility to get you out but yourself yes it is very nice and the responsibility of those who are dealing with somebody in that situation to be a support learn how to support not did you did y'all hear me i said support not judge support not telling them something they hear a million times a day you need to leave him alone cuz telling them that is not drawing them from that person it's drawing them to that person so just be the support they need so when they they can get the strength to leave they don't feel like they're alone So when they get the strength to leave, they won't have the urge to go back because they are not alone. People go back because when they leave, they feel so alone. They feel like they've lost everything. Family, friends, like jobs, all type of stuff. They feel like they've lost it. So they turn back to where they feel that void can be filled at. So if you if you properly support these people, I can guarantee that transition will be a lot easier. It is not an easy trans- transition at all. I dealt with a man for 5 years. I was stuck for 5 years before I got the strength to say enough was enough. But when I got the strength to say enough was enough, I didn't have much support, you know? But my kids were my anchor. 
I looked at my baby's faces and knew they deserve so much more than this. They were my support. They were my rock. They were my strength to not look behind me. They were my strength to say, I don't want to put them in any type of danger or any type of harm's way. Because as a mother, nobody loves your children the way you do. So I had to leave for my own selfish, I'm only staying for my own selfish reasons. This is not making me grow as a woman. This is not making me grow as a mother. I'm only here because I'm trying to fill a void of something that I've never felt. But I got the strength and I got out. And it was the best feeling ever. It was one of the hardest transitions of my life. But once I got that feeling of gaining control again, it was nothing. Nobody could tell me. Nothing. Gain control, ladies. Take control of your own life. Be in charge of your own destiny. If you are a woman in this situation and you feel like you're stuck, you need someone to talk to, you 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 need a like any of that. Reach out to find you one person. One person. One. And if you can't find no one, find my Facebook, find my Instagram, find my Snapchat. I am Miss Lily Marie on Snapchat. Dunya Eileen Ish on Facebook. Goldilocks on Instagram. The Lily Maria on Twitter. Find me. I will. I. I will be an ear. I will be a shoulder. I will be a voice. But ladies, you have the strength to gain control. You have the strength to become your highest potential. You have the power over your destiny. Never forget that. If you have to get up every day and look in the mirror until the day you can actually get the strength to leave, you get up every day, you look in that mirror and you say, you can do this. You got this. You are not weak. You do not need this, this type of this type of feeling to the void you're trying to feel. If you talk to yourself every day in the mirror, you remind yourself every day in the mirror that you are strong, you are powerful, you have the control of your destiny, I guarantee one day you ain't even gonna have to talk to yourself in the mirror. You gonna find yourself packing your shit and walking out that door and never looking back, baby.
And don't get me wrong, even when I left, I had a couple slip backs. I sure did. I did. I did. I did. But it was under my terms and my conditions. I had the control. Ladies, stop letting these men control you. Fellas, stop letting these women control you. Because that's where everybody weakness falls into. Wanting somebody else. Love. That void of love is a hard. That's a bad mother. Ooh. Listen. You will do anything to try to fill that void. Fill it in a positive manner. Fill it to where when you think about it. It makes you smile, not make you flinch, not make you paranoid, you know? Gang control, ladies, gang control. And before I end this episode, I wanna say, um, rest in peace, Jordan. Rest in peace, Shanira. Rest in peace to Miss uh, Wabi. Rest in peace to all of my falling domestic violence angels. Ladies, you have the control. Gain it. Keep it. Live it and move on. All right, y'all, I'm checking out.